You're listening to Habs Culture, a Montreal Canadiens podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Habs Culture and on Twitter at Habs underscore culture to stay on track with news and updates. Well, that just happened. The Montreal Canadiens are officially in the Stanley Cup Finals. They are four wins away from hoisting the Stanley Cup. Sounds like a dream. I can't believe I'm saying these words through this microphone. I can't believe it. I, you, you know me. I can't believe it. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And again, I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the episode, but I've been emphasizing it to everyone that I've been speaking to. Three months ago, I was watching possibly the worst hockey of my life. And I am not joking when I say that. We are losing night after night to Calgary, to Ottawa. Night after night. You know those like late nights in Alberta? Where we would stay up yeah. to watch the game at 10 for it to finish at 1 and we'd lose. Yeah. And look, and I don't care to lose. No, but but, they played horrible. But it's when you're losing and continuously playing bad. Oh my god. It was so bad to the point where... They were going to lose their last playoff spot to a team that was way worse than them in Calgary. Like, Calgary sucked, and they made it close. Like, let's go back. Why don't we? Because... Let's go back to... Okay, before we go back... Can't forget the intro. It's the Habs Culture Podcast. My name's Mark Anthony Bertaggia. I'm alongside Justin Schwartz. So if we go back to their win streak or whatever, when they were... It wasn't really a streak, but they were beating everyone. They were beating Vancouver like it was nothing. They looked like a juggernaut. And then they go into that slump. They fire their coach. We start the podcast with Dom Ducharme. Um, And then it's just ups and downs. They can't string two wins in a row. They were just so inconsistent. And we've said it so many times that we choked on our words multiple times. And it just looked like a team that just didn't know how to play as a unit. But when they did, they were so successful, but they couldn't find it. Right? And now, well, let's let's go to like the last month or two before the playoffs. They get hit with that COVID incident. Where now the final stretch of the season is pushed into like a condensed schedule where they have to fight for their last spot in the playoffs with barely any days off. Price goes down. Gallagher goes down. Weber goes down. Drouin leaves. All their big-name players are out of the lineup in a condensed schedule where they have to now make the playoffs and other guys have to step up. Kotkaniemi's in a slump. They were literally in the worst place possible. Then... They get that final spot in the playoffs. Anything can happen, right? It's crazy because I was just thinking about it again. I I remember because we said it on countless episodes talking about how every game every game going forward is so important. Remember, it was like Calgary yeah. on a Thursday night. <laughs> they need to win this game. They need to win this yeah. game. And you know what? At the end of the day, they were important games. But I find it so funny to look back at it now. The stress. The stress that was caused by, let's just 
put in simple terms, terrible play. Mm -hmm. And now they're the first out of two teams to make it to the Stanley Cup final. Four more wins. It's crazy. Like it, We've never witnessed this before. We've never seen them go to the Stanley Cup final because the last time they did was 93 and they won. So we don't know what it feels like to get the Prince of Wales trophy or the Clarence Campbell, which they got because of the weird bracket this year where they're in the West. The only time I've ever seen that type of picture is in NHL 21. Yeah. When I'm doing my GM modes with the Habs and I see them hoisted, I'm like, oh, or not hoisted, sorry. Take a picture around. Yeah, take a picture. I'm like, oh, yeah. wow. I'm like, imagine oh, wow. that. Cool, imagine. And who would have thought Carey Price was going to be in the finals in this uniform? Right? Because everyone the past few years of saying, you know, this team blew away his prime. And look at him now. It's amazing. This run is amazing. Mark Bergevin built, again, and I'll say this on countless occasions, he built an extremely good team. And it took patience. And it took people to get mad at him, people to want his job including us, taken right? away. Yeah. Well, maybe not you as much, but I'll admit to it. No, look, I I don't think you ever gave him you, you you've always been a yeah, a supporter. I never gave up on him because I still believe that he did his job and the players weren't performing. Look, if they lose in the first round to Toronto in game 5 in overtime, does he get fired? Maybe. Does he get extended after his contract's done, which is done in a year? Probably not. Now it's a different story. He's going to get extended. His whole staff's going to get extended. The coaching staff, everyone's going to get extended. And I believe he he deserves to be extended. This He's the architect of this team, and he did a great job by doing so. But now we're in the Stanley Cup final. Tonight's Game 7 between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. We have a preference, and I'm sure we have the same preference of who we'd want to win that game. I I have a preference, but today alone, by three people, I've been asked that question. And every time, every single time that I've been asked the question, I rethink my answer. The reasoning for that is, at this point, as much as there's a preference, I truly do not think it matters. And I'll tell you why. Because going into the Leaf series, tied at 0-0 in, in, in games-wise, wins-wise, we were doubted. We were doubted. There was never a thought in basically anyone's mind that they could pull that off. Mm-hmm. Go to play the Jets, strong team. Honestly, didn't even look like the Jets showed up for Not a single all. game. Not at all. Then the biggest test of the, ser- or, sorry, of the playoffs so far, you go to play a team in Vegas team that was tied for the most points in the league with Colorado who put up exceptional numbers with a deep team deep forward core decor and goalie stack mm-hmm. and we take it to them in six not seven six yeah and I'll be the first one to admit it I did not have much confidence I had very low expectations and I and I thought to myself I could see Vegas taking this series in six I think the Habs will put up a fight and actually you called it right you mm-hmm. called Habs in six yeah so I want to give you that shout out. All of that to say is that I truly think that whoever they play, Tampa or the or New York, mm-hmm. all they have to do 
is do what they've what they've been doing, and it's make the other team play their game. Yeah. Yeah, and get them frustrated. Look, I, I'm scared of Tampa's power play. I think that's it. We don't know if Kucherov's going to play. Kuchar- Sorry, yeah. I yeah. was just going to emphasize, if Kucherov is not there, in, in that... In They're unsure about periods, tonight. Sorry? They're unsure about him playing tonight. I, The fact that they're unsure tells me that they want to put him in solely for the purpose of we can't lose. You know, it's a desperation yeah. game. But I think he's actually injured. Like, he's not... I don't think he's healthy by any means. If he plays, he's not healthy. They should put him on LTIR. Oh, God. By the way, for those listening and for those who want to DM us and wish Justin a very happy birthday. It's his birthday today. Appreciate it. Big 19. There you go. It's a huge win for the Habs. A great birthday gift. Oh, that, I, I think that was the best. Well, it happened a little before my birthday, but regardless, yeah. I think that was the best birthday gift could have probably never asked for because, you know, it's not something, It's not you, know, you never go and say, uh, for my birthday, I want the Habs to win the Stanley yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it was fun. It was honestly a ton of fun. And there's, one other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about because his play it's it's almost like he's been playing at this level for 10 years who's this Cole Caulfield oh that chip play he made Mm -hmm. was so first, first of all purposeful but also the fact that he's not even considered to be a rookie in this league no not yet only starting next year, and the and I know whatever, you know that that's up for speculation in the sense that people might say, okay, well, he, you know, he's got his experience, he's, he has some experience. But all I'm trying to say is that <clears throat> this guy doesn't have enough games under his belt, at least for most players at his age, to play at a confident level. Mm-hmm. And this guy had four goals in six games in that series alone. He was a big reason as to why there was so much success on the Habs' part. And not only that, but he's doing that at 20 years old with maybe 12 regular season games under his belt and a handful of playoff games. It's incredible. What a year for him, right? Goes from a dorm in Wisconsin, at Wisconsin. Now he's in the Stanley Cup final. To think that pizza. he was... Sorry. That's fine. To think that he was benched game one. Yeah, and game two. KK was benched game one. And him too, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's great. He and, is tied for the f- most goals, right? And yeah, which is crazy. And the thing, t- the thing is to me, and something that not only makes me excited for now, but what ma- what it makes me excited for the future and going forward is the fact that the Habs right now. Don't get me wrong; Price is the backbone of this team, but the guys that are producing up front and getting it done up front are some of the younger guys on our team. Yeah. Nick Suzuki, Esperi Kotkaniemi, and Cole Caulfield, probably an average age of what? 20 and a half? Probably. Nuts. Nuts. And look, don't get me wrong. Weber, Sherratt, the whole decor, Dano, Gallagher. Honestly, every single player on this team is doing exactly what they're expected to do. And that just goes to show you for me, or that just goes to show you from what I've been saying, is that it's not about the team with the the Matthews and the Marner and the McDavid. It's about mm-hmm. the team that from lines one to four, D lines one to three, and goalie and backup goalie included mm-hmm. are able to show up on a night in, night in, night out. 
holy cow, <laughs> night in, night out basis, and roll four lines. Because I know Luke Richards is not, you know, usually have a their head game coach. Plan. They Sorry? have their game plan already. They have a game plan. Right? But Mark, they're rolling four lines confidently. Yeah. That, what does that tell you? Tells you a lot because I guarantee they're you, deep. if the Leafs roll four lines, they're going to get into a lot oh, of trouble. Definitely, definitely, and that's why they're out in the first round. Classic. People, people don't understand the difference between a playoff team and a regular season team, and that's sad if you don't understand the difference, right? You should know the difference between a playoff team and a regular season team because you can't play. Let's say it's an eighty-two game regular season the way you would play in the playoffs. It's a completely different style of play. It's heavier. It's quicker. More emphasis on the details. Look, before we move on, I tweeted this yesterday on my personal account. People can't forget. I know it's hard to forget, and I know it's there's so much going on. There's Caulfield, there's Carey Price, Stanley Cup Final. Jake Allen. Jake Allen's the reason we're here. Jake Allen's the reason we got into this playoff. Without Jake Allen, this team goes nowhere. If you, ha- if you have... McNiven in nets. If you have Primo in nets, you're gone. Price had a very rough regular season and then he got hurt at the end. And Jake Allen was playing back-to-backs. He was playing all the games in the last stretches. So got to give him credit. You got to give him credit, but there are... It's crazy because in the regular season, there's not many guys that showed up. One guy, Tyler Toffoli, I think he was consistent throughout. Now, one of my favorite players, Josh Anderson, look, he he produced. He had 14, 15 goals, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. I think check. it was in that realm, at least. But he slowed down. And Price wasn't playing up to par. Gallagher, you know, was doing his thing, but didn't look exceptional at all. Dano was doing his thing, but didn't di- was not playing at the same level that he's playing at now. Not a single player on that roster three, four months ago, was playing at the same level that they're playing now. And it's crazy to think that a guy like Lekkanen, look, he scored a big goal last night, but that's not what that I, that's not what I noticed in that game or in the series at all. The one thing that I notice is his hard work along the boards, his puck retrieval, and what he's capable of doing behind the net. And I think that goes unnoticed because he scored the Stanley Cup clinching goal like to make it. But... It's the little things that the guys are doing. It's not necessarily, yes, players are scoring big goals, but it's about the little things. It's about the little things that, are, that they're all contributing to get to that one final goal. He had 17 goals, Josh Anderson. Okay, I don't know. I said 14. And like, I'm looking at these stats. Kotkaniemi right now has five goals in 16 games. Would you be able off the top of your head to say how many he had in the regular season in which he played 56 games? I I kind of know the answer. I'm going to go with four. Five. He's you know a big-time player. Is? He's a big-time player. And look, it. hopefully he finds that consistency in the regular season. But as a 20-year-old, I'd much rather him be performing in the playoffs than in the regular season. Well, one thing that I emphasized earlier in the year was giving the young players or putting them in chances or sorry, in situations that they're going to have to at one point in, throughout their career adapt to. Mm-hmm. That means, remember I would say, <clears throat> Kotkaniemi, put him on a 
important D zone draw, important O zone draw. Get him used to these situations so that later on in his career, he becomes accustomed to them and he actually ends up thriving in those situations. And look, now you have the guy, the guys like Nick, like Nick Suzuki and Jesperi Kotkaniemi. They're taking important defensive draws game in and game out and are actually coming out on the successful side of things. And then again, at 20 and 21 years old, being able to do that is so important because early in your career, learning how to flourish in tough environments, especially in a sport that is so confidence-driven, is so incredibly important. I still can't believe it. I like look. I know, during the off season, I said, "Okay, this team is in the right direction. They're going in the right direction. They added some very key pieces. Were they Stanley Cup built? No. That's at least my opinion. I don't think anyone thought after the off season saying this team is ready for a Stanley Cup. I believe that they were ready to win the division." or at least come second in the division. That was my expectations. And then once the playoffs start, anything can happen like we're watching right now. But they're just playing amazing. And it's about time, and I don't know why it's taking so long, that people are giving this team credit. Why is it always, how did the Canadians pull this off? Or, wow, the Canadians pulled this off. They didn't pull anything off. They won. They dominated the series. Was there one game where Vegas completely dominated? It was game one. Only game one. It was game one. That is the only time Mm. in my eyes that they had control of the series. After that, they lost all the control. So enough with this. The Habs pulled this one off again. No, they beat them. Now they're in the Stanley Cup final. I think... I don't know, man. Like... Anything could happen. They're four wins away. We'll go to our sponsors while we let this all Digest. sink in. All right? So this episode is brought to you by World's Best Media. So check him out on Instagram. Nick does a great job as taking videos, promotional photos and videos for companies, for anything you guys need. So check him out. World's Best Media without the O on Instagram. And also we'd like to take the time to shout out our good friends at Signature Pro. They have put together weekly memorabilia charity auctions that include a variety of items with star bids of $10, $5, and even $1. Every Friday auctions begin, which lasts till the following Wednesday at 8 p.m., and 15% of the proceeds are donated to a new charity every week. Since the beginning of 2021, they have given back $2,046 per week. Make sure to visit them at signaturepro.bidandraise.com to start bidding now. That's signaturepro.bidandraise.com. Com. I'm not done digesting. Okay, so I'll continue no, talking. I'm joking. Well, well, we'll go on this. Monday night is game one of the Stanley Cup finals, and the Montreal Canadiens are in it. You know what's so funny? Yeah, I don't I think just, we were done digesting. No, I'm not. not. But you know, I, I was just thinking about it because the way you said it, was very similar to the way that you used to talk about it, it was always like so this week the Habs are going up against Calgary two times and they're playing Ottawa once right? and it's like <laughs> it makes it just, no sense I don't know it, it, it makes less than zero sense in my opinion yeah if you go back to like episode three four or even one 
We'd say so Saturday night in Alberta. And and I swear we would stay <laughs> up to watch these games. We and watched all 56 for those listening. We watched all 56. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if I ever missed one. But, I mean, there was nothing else to do during COVID. That's so. why. I think this is the first year that I watched every regular season game because the Saturday nights, you were home. You yeah. couldn't go anywhere. Absolutely. And, you know, like, even pre-COVID, I still tried to watch most games. Yeah, exactly. But it's a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, some are not as important than others. But this season with 56, shortened season, you tried to squeeze them all in. And especially since... You're not going to uh, to a restaurant to watch a game in December with 5,000 cases a day. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So, yeah, no, it was... Look, I, I, the ride is not over yet. Let's 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 make that very oh, clear. Yeah. Not at all. But the ride that we've been on is... Hmm, let me compare it to something, but I'll give it... I'll compare it to something that people would understand. How about the monster at La Ronde? Pretty crazy roller coaster. Fun. I mean, I've seen crazier, but... It's made out of wood. No, not. Am I talking about the wrong one? The no. Goliath you're talking about? Oh yeah, sorry, not the yeah. monster. The, the monster is the one made out yeah, of wood. Yeah, yeah, not that one. I don't know how that's a thing, made out of wood. Kind of, every time I go on that thing, it like creaks, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm a little scared. Oh but God. sorry, the Goliath, it is full of ups and downs, right? Yeah. And I think that's what we've been through this year. And you know, look, it's always fun to go through it, like all the pain, sorry, <laughs> quote unquote pain. Oh, it was pain. It was pain. It, it was borderline pain. Right? Yeah, I struggled to like go to bed after those Vancouver games. It was traumatizing. When Tatar tried to go between the legs. Oh my god! Oh my god! And I was listening to <laughs> right? TSN 690. But it's crazy because like let's let's look at it. There's probably like three ups and downs throughout that whole roller coaster, maybe four. But it's like the first one, you know, they're on their way up. Ten games into the season, going yeah. crazy. Bang, Bang! Drop right down. Then you know they're slowly on their way back up, but it drops. No. It's crazy though. I I enjoy it because personally, I've I. I have two teams that I follow. I follow Montreal and I follow uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. But it's, to me, like, I don't bandwagon onto other teams. Like, I've always been a Habs fan. And it's so much more, it feels so much more deserving. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? This is our team. As a kid, we grew up wanting to play for this team. Absolutely. Obviously, that's not the case. But you grow up wanting to be these players, wanting to put that jersey on and support this team for the rest of your life and look now we get to talk about them every week it's it's fun it's (laughs) honestly i love it i and for those listening at home mark and i started this podcast because right now we're kind of running out of things to say you know what i mean we don't we yeah you can only talk about the success so much our but, episodes were very exciting when they were losing because we just got to rip into every single person. It was 50 person. minutes of straight ripping. <laughs> Literally. But um, yeah, Mark and I just started this podcast. You know, it was it was just an idea that was thrown out in the air. Yeah, I don't know. Thrown out in the open. Yeah. And we kind of just ran with it. And honestly, we're having a lot of fun doing it. And we really appreciate the support because, you know, 260 followers on Instagram and it's you guys really do, you know, interact with us and... It, it it makes it a lot more fun for us. So we appreciate that. And we're we're kind of just highlighting that now because, you know, through thick and thin at this point, right? So funny enough, I was somewhere with a few friends. And there was some people that I've never met in person before. Okay. Okay. Like I knew of them. They knew of me, but I never met them in person. Right. So one of the guy points at me and he goes, hold on. Like after I said something, he goes, hold on. Aren't you the Habs culture guy? <laughs> no way. I said, yeah, I'm one of them. He goes, yeah, I recognize the voice. That's so cool. Like how 
Like, look, I'm not saying we're TSN 690 no, obviously here, not. But, but that's not it's the just point. funny enough that we have consistent listeners and we can see how many people listen to and, our episodes. And the numbers have been going up tremendously yeah. as of late. I think, honestly, that's also as a result of the Habs, you know, killing it. But regardless, it's it's so nice to see. Look, we don't, again, keep this in mind. We do not base, we would do this podcast if we had two listeners. We don't oh, care. Oh, yeah, definitely. We don't care at all. We actually don't care. But it's so cool to see that people are actually invested in what we have to say. And, you know, I I really want some people to, you know, tweet at us. Like, give us your hot takes. Give us your predictions. Because we love that. We're on Twitter, you know, a few hours of the day. And then we're on Instagram a lot. So, we're trying to find ways to interact with you guys. And I think now is the perfect time, especially, yeah. right? Our next step right now is, and we're going to try and figure it out this week. So for the upcoming episode, sorry, I can't talk. Um, we're going to try and film. So all our episodes will be like recorded audio yeah. and film. And we'll move slowly to YouTube. And yeah. we, we kind of want to do some, TikTok. I mean, this is more just yeah. for publicity, but we want to do a little bit of TikTok just because I feel like, you know, there's a lot of interaction on that app. So, so the next step would be, yeah, exactly. It'd be filming with guests. We want to get more yeah. guests. We are actually in the, pro- well, I say in the process, but we are in the next, I'd say week or so, we are going to buy another mic. So mm-hmm. look, uh, I'm not saying anyone, but if if you guys are interested in getting on on an episode, anyone, literally any listener, mm-hmm. we can we can find a way to do that. If you guys have any takes and yeah. any... Uh, because we're going to try to get a nice rotation going to get a yep. third opinion and get some controversy in here. Because you it, guys can only listen to us so much, right? Exactly. And even if it's virtual, we'll try and find a way through Zoom maybe. But obviously the best is in person because of the, the stuff we have, our audio The stuff. audio setup, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be the next step for Habs Culture. And we're we so wa- excited. Right. And we want you guys to be a part of it because, look, there's a lot of friends and, you know, uh, that a lot of a lot of our first supporters were our friends and and we appreciate that but i think i think now it's going further than that and we're starting like you said there's a few people here and there that are listeners and and mm. i and i have friends that tell me they're like oh i i know this guy that listens to you guys all the time he loves it and it's it, that's what this is all about for me yeah i get to talk about my favorite hockey team and people are actually enjoying what we have to say mm-hmm. so look there's uh there's a lot going well for us right now. Yeah. We can't complain. We're super excited. And who would have who would have thought that if someone said when we started our podcast, you'd be recording episodes in June, not talking about the draft, not talking about what went wrong, but talking about the fourth round of the playoffs, which is the Stanley Cup final. Well, you know what's crazy is that there's two things I want to note. Our first episode we ever put out was March 5th. You know? Yeah. So what are we looking at? We're looking at we're we're in June. I End can't of June. I can't do the I can't do it backwards, but March, April, May. Did I skip anything? Not June. Think so. Did I skip a month? March, April, May? No, March, April, May, June. Yeah, now we're end of June. Okay, so we've been doing it for like about four months. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that like look at the names of these episodes. Overtime struggles, <laughs> finding consistency. Um, talking a little bit about everything. Habs uh, difficult. Questionable decision making behind the bench. Yeah, you know, do or die. May 29th, It was do or die, and now it's <laughs> Habs Stanley Cup 
Kings but, of the North. Now uh, it's going to be. It doesn't make sense. It's pretty cool. But the last thing I want to say is that I used to go to camp, sleepaway camp. And, and when I would go away, I went a, away a little bit before the draft. This was end of June. The draft used to be, um, or I say used to be, but is, is usually um, when the draft is. Okay. Yeah, usually it's end of June, right? Regular season. Right. So I remember I was at camp and my parents sent me letters and I was a huge Habs fan and I, I wanted to know who they drafted. I was, I was still, you know, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. So curious. I just remember getting letters in June because you were emphasizing the month before. Mm-hmm. But my parents told me that in the first round, the Habs drafted Michael McCarron and yeah. I was like kind of excited about it. Big boy. But it's just crazy. You know, hockey in June, nice out, spend some time with friends, family, watch the games doesn't really get any much better than that right now. It doesn't get better than this. We've never seen it go this far. So take every moment for granted. Uh, not for the yeah, opposite. Let it soak in. Let this moment soak in because, look, some people may, might not have watched all the games this season. Don't even realize that this team wasn't spo- isn't supposed to be where they are right now. So just soak it all in because this is a Cinderella run like I've never seen before. They're playing their best hockey I've ever seen them play. Soak it all in, because it doesn't happen every year. And who knows, with these 20-year-olds, the experience that they're getting, that in the next... What it holds for the future. In the next four or five years, this might be a consistent thing, where they're going to conference finals, where they're going... So this could just be the first step of many. But for those like Price and Weber... This is our dream come true. Absolutely. And one other thing I wanted to note is... The Leafs were up 3-1? Oh, sorry. It wasn't that. Sorry. This this run, to me, is very similar to the run that St. Louis took in 2019. Mm -hmm. St. Louis midseason was bottom of the league in the standings. Now, they had to climb their way back up to get into the playoffs, but they weren't weren't first in the league entering the playoffs. Yeah, they had guys like... Petrangelo, well, they O'Reilly. Well, big-name guys, right? but all I'm saying is that all in all, they're a team that they had the occasional star, the O'Reilly, the the hot Binnington in the playoffs, the Petrangelo, but no guys that are game-changing, like oh. takeover, that no, can no, no, take no. over. Exactly. So, it, Tarasenko is borderline. Right. So they were built off, a lot, off of a lot of depth, and it's just crazy to see that their depth outlasted the teams like Boston in the finals. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who they played in the conference finals, but... Dallas. They played Dallas in the conference finals? Didn't they score overtime? I'm or curious. was that second round? I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to look it up while you speak a little bit. I think bit, it was but... second round. And I just want to clarify. When I say Cinderella story, I don't mean that they don't deserve to be here. I mean that they fought through adversity and that this is a team that on paper, compared to the other juggernauts of the league, shouldn't even be in this conversation. That's what I mean by Cinderella. This team has been playing amazing, and I think they can go all the way because of the way they're playing. And at this point, it doesn't matter who you have on the ice on paper. It's about heart. And this team, to me, is the perfect example of that. So when I say Cinderella, don't think I'm saying, oh, they don't deserve to be here, and it's a fluke. It's not a fluke. They're playing amazing hockey, and they deserve to be here. So I just want to clarify that. Absolutely. I don't really know who they played. I know they played uh, Boston in the finals. But anyway, all, all I'm saying is that I think that it's a very similar situation we're dealing with here. But I think that the main difference is, is that the Habs, at least what we see, you know, on social media and stuff, 
But it looks like this team is really coming together, not only to play hockey, but off the ice as well. You know what I mean? The connections that they're developing with the the players, the players are enjoying every moment together. They've become best friends with one another. And that is almost equally as important as the, the relationship on the ice. Sorry, so St. Louis beat the Stars in Game 7 of the second round. So that was the Pat Maroon overtime goal. <laughs> and they beat San Jose in the conference finals. Well, I don't remember San Jose being in the conference finals that year. Didn't San Jose beat... They beat Colorado. Oh, okay. They beat Vegas know. in the first round. I think that was the controversial cross-check to the mouth. This is too long ago for me. And I'm looking at the, the East. Okay, um, Boston beat Toronto in seven. Whoop-de-doo. No surprise. Um, the Islanders swept the Penguins, and then they got swept by the Hurricanes, and the Hurricanes got swept by the Bruins. And the Bruins lost in the finals. It's so weird. How but- good does it feel to be... That Boston's out, Toronto's out, everyone's out. Montreal, top two. There you go, top two. But I want to hear what you have to say about what I said because I think I think um, like because I think you can agree with me, and I think you will 100% agree with me. The relationships that these players are building off the ice, whether oh. it's Caulfield, Gustafson, you know, they're apparently best friends or friends or something. They walk together they to walk the arena. To, yeah. <laughs> so random, too, eh? Too bad he's not going to be on the team next year. Yeah, <laughs> too bad. Um, but, but Caulfield, Suzuki, Karkiniemi, and then the, 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 the oh my God, Dano and his pizza, Price, <laughs> Weber, all these guys are just coming together. And to me, these relationships that they're building off the ice translate directly to the ice. I want to know, before I add, answer your question, I want to know what pizza it's from. Like where? Good question. We should just we should try and get a handle there. of that, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll ask luck. our producer to get a <laughs> our <right>? producer. <laughs> okay, so. hey buddy, <laughs> you hear us there? Okay. <laughs> so to answer your question, I mean, it's not really a question. It's just like no, but like it's crazy, no? The difference between losing in the first round and everyone separates, goes their own way, goes goes back home, goes to train with their dad or their trainer or whatever. I say that because Kalkin Yemi trained right. with his dad, right? And Galchenyuk so, used to train with his yeah, dad. Galchen- yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, look, I'll use... I want to lo- use the Leafs as an example because it's the only one Right, I, I was know thinking the same thing. That Marner went his way. Matthews probably went back. He went to party with Bieber. Marner <laughs> went to golf. You know what I mean? They're friends, but you have that summer where now you're alone. You can trade together. You can. But it's not the same at all. You're not building that relationship of winning, of winning together as a team and these happy moments in a locker room. It's so important. We've played hockey before. You build relationships in that locker room when you're successful. When you're I, pissed off, you're not going to want to oh, go see a buddy. You know, and I, you know, when I played hockey and we had a really good team, but when we were losing games, you want to no go your separate really ways. No one really talked to each other. Yeah, you want to go your separate ways. But when you're winning games, all of a sudden everyone then then that's when the off ice activities start mm-hmm. to happen. Oh, you guys want to hang out hang out as a team, and it yeah. happened more and more often. And I'm not, look, I'm not trying to compare what's going on in my youth hockey you to should the compare. NHL. You should compare. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Well, it, it, all I'm <laughs> all I'm comparing is that same the off ice relationships to me are so important, and you develop chemistry. 
Caulfield's always making comments about Toffoli and vice versa, and Suzuki's chipping in, you know, the little chirps at Caulfield, and, you know, it's all fun and games, but these jokes and these these connections translate directly to the ice when it comes to the chemistry and it comes to the goal scoring and it comes to the celebrating. In the playoffs, and when players usually win the cup, they always say, you have to know what it takes to get there. And yes, Mark Bergevin brought in Joel Edmondson, Stanley Cup champion, Tao Toffoli, Stanley Cup champion, Corey Perry, Stanley Cup champion, Eric Stahl, Stanley Cup champion, Jake, A- Jake Allen, Stanley Cup champion. But the players now, the kids, the Carey Price, the Shea Weber, they now know what it takes to get to the finals. And look, the job is not done. It is clearly not done. But in the future, they know what it takes. And even at that, if things go south, right, you have to know how to lose before you win. Obviously, that wasn't the case for, like, look at the Capitals. How long, like Washington, how long did it take for them to get past that second round? It took them a decent amount round? of time. Decent amount of time. You have to know how to lose. And then once they won, they win the cup. And look, I'm not saying you have to lose in the Stanley Cup final before you could win the Stanley Cup final. I'm not saying that. But it's, Louis... about, it's about the experience, mm-hmm. right? Because at the end of the day, teams are successful based on their past um, like It's about defeats. the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, look. Same and for the Leafs. <laughs> oh, God. Well, no, you can't say the same thing for the Leafs. You can't. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> anyway. Thank God we don't have a Leafs podcast. But, you know, like, Suzuki, and I'm not going to speak for Caulfield because he wasn't there last year, but... Suzuki and Kotkaniemi at a very young age got a taste of what it was like to play some playoff hockey. Now, I don't think it was the full experience. There was no fans. It was bubble hockey. It was different. But they still, you know, got got a taste of what the the atmosphere kind of thing, like the the style, all that stuff. So, and then they took a loss against Philly and... You know, maybe not in the regular season they were fairly streaky, but they're taking their experience and using it to their advantage this playoff run. And I love to see it. Because, it's amazing. Because, again, the Habs don't have the, like I said, the McDavid, the Matthews, the Dreisaitl, the McKinnon, but they have a, te- they have a group of guys who are, ver- who are above average players who are playing together with a $10.5 million goalie in Nets who's playing like a $10.5 million goalie. And when you need, when you only need two goals or three goals max to win a game, la vie est belle. Was that a commercial pun for Bell? Again, we no, are not, we are not sponsored. Life is good. We are not sponsored by Bell. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. It's because you know at the end of the commercial it says la vie est belle. Oh, no way. I didn't even notice that. It's Bell without the E. Oh. So just Bell. That's funny. I didn't even notice that. I've never We're noticed not sponsored that. by Bell, but if anyone who's high up in the company is listening, Hit us up. We could use tickets, right? Oh, imagine Habs culture live at the Bell Center in the Stanley Cup Finals. So I want to, I want to do something interactive here. <laughs> Mark and I, again, this doesn't, this opportunity doesn't come around very often. Mm-hmm. So Mark and I are kind of in a in a position here where we're flirting with the idea of potentially buying a Habs jersey. Oh, definitely. So how about this? Listeners, we're going to post this. By the way, tonight. I have no idea what he's saying, so I'm looking at him making sure he's not going to say no, anything don't worry. crazy. It's, no, that, that I, we buy just, jerseys for all of our listeners. <laughs> no, I want I want the listeners, whoever's our producer's listening to this nodding episode, his head right now. Yeah, the producer's not liking this one. <laughs> but, um, I just want you guys, whoever's listening, we're going to put a poll up. I want you guys to send in some jersey ideas. Who should we go get? 
custom, we want a custom one Habs culture we could do that or we could, or by the way this is not for a giveaway no this is this is for our own but uh, mark for and i might want to get a a caulfield with the stanley yeah. cup patch on it that would be pretty cool um anything like that get we might put up a poll right which jerseys do you think mark and i should go buy and uh, uh you guys give us your ideas again we will not choose the majority because i know some of you will tell me to get eric gustafson because you I don't know what like I'm him. feeling. You're gonna get mad at me, but you know what I'm feeling. Why do you always say I'm gonna get mad at you? <laughs> I, I I will never get mad at you. Even like last episode, you said you're gonna get mad at me for saying some guy on the Islanders, and I'm like, who cares? But wait, can I guess? You know I don't mean it literally, I know. right? Okay. Can I guess? Yes, go ahead. I feel like you said it yesterday. I did, but now I forget. Hold on, let me think. It's so obvious. Oh, no. Yes. Uh. Why can't I remember? Come on. Like you said it. What position? Is he in, is he forward? Yeah. It's not it's not called Kanyemi, right? Jake Evans. Oh, Jake Evans. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I you want, said it. I really wanted Jake Evans jersey. No, but I don't know. Anyway, I just I just wanted you guys, you know, for Victor the ones Mete listening jersey. that made it to the end. Uh, who? Victor Mete. Oh. I've always for, wanted one. He's a beast. I but for the that guys guy. that made it to the end, for the ones that made it to the end, um, you know, uh, give us a shout on Instagram. Maybe we'll, we want to we want to do as many interactive or create as many interactive opportunities as possible. We're gonna be putting up polls, posting, making posts. Swipe up, feel free, give us your thoughts. If you guys want to get Yell on the us. episode, please argue with us. Yell at us, literally. We'll take criticism and then we'll shout you out in the next episode. <laughs> there you go. To start up a conversation. No, we will. No, but like, actually, he's he's not. We're not joking it, now. It makes it more exciting. If you say the Habs don't deserve to be here and that the Leafs should have been here and or We can Winnipeg, have a conversation about that. I have no problem yeah, with that. Yeah, we'll go at it. And look, again, keep in mind that we're very open-minded to the point. Yes, we're Habs fans. And at point at point, <laughs> at certain points, we could be biased. But we're, we know more than that. We we know more hockey than you might think. And it's not just about the Habs. I mean, now Bias. it is. I think just because I think Kotkaniemi's jersey should be retired in the stands doesn't mean I'm biased. He tied Gretzky. What more can you do as a 20-year-old, right? <laughs> oh, God. Not just... Yeah, I'm not going to continue going. Yeah, People are going to get stop. mad at me. Because I could continue going. Oh, now, now I'm going to get mad at you? <laughs> well, everyone's going to get mad at me when I say it should be retired across the league. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15. Anyways, Monday night. We don't know who the opponent We're is. We're going to the game, by the way. <laughs> I'm joking. To Long Island or to Tampa Bay? That'd be cool. We can, right? Lego could probably hit us up. <laughs> Lego, if you're or listening. Or hook us up. I'm sure he can. But first of all, Lego, if you're listening, I'm going to say it in English, though. <laughs> 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 can you please add people into the Bell Center? It's not like a final. I think, I think personally they're going to hit seven and a half. Like 7,500. Um, what's his name? Green on Monday. Yeah, what's his name on TVA? He said that there's going to be the same number of people, but he also said that no one was going to be in the crowd oh. for the first round. So I don't really trust him. Anyways, Monday night, Habs versus Tampa Bay or the Islanders. <laughs> Sorry. Tampa Bay or the <laughs> Islanders. I don't know why you just did that. You just completely <laughs> ruined my momentum. <laughs> Habs or the Islanders or Tampa Bay. Sorry. See, why did you do that? <laughs> okay. I'm going to repeat myself. The Montreal Canadiens versus either the Tampa Bay Lightning or the New York Islanders. Monday night, game one, Stanley Cup final. Be there or be square. What do you want to see? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's let's put that poll. 
let's make that a poll on Instagram. What be there or be square? No. Oh. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll put it today. Um, who do you guys ra- who would you guys rather face, Tampa oh, yeah. or the Islanders? I, I'm curious. And and you know, like, it, feel free to give us a re- feel free to give us a reason as well. So what do you want? What do you want to see? Game one. Who do By I want to see? I, I think I'm wearing my Kotkaniemi jersey. Oh. I don't care about superstition mm. anymore. I want to wear it. I want to rep the team. Fair enough. Okay. Um, should we give a prediction for the series? Oh, we don't even know who they're playing. Yeah, we don't know who they're playing. I was in six regardless. <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm happy it hit my Habs in That's six prediction. Cool. But yeah, I think it's a bit too early. I think it's too premature. Fair enough. But look, if they play I don't think for our game one prediction, I don't think it matters because we're not gonna say we never say anything about the other team. Right? We're not right. gonna say Barzal Hatcher. Yeah. The thing is though, is that I can see the Habs just like last series against Vegas dropping game one to whoever they play. I think the island if the Islanders I think sorry, actually both crowds are kind of just going crazy lately. And um I could see them being a little intimidated by that factor mm-hmm. and then adjust as the series goes on. I still yeah. think honestly, Mark, I'm gonna say it. I think that whoever the Habs play, they're gonna put up a great fight. With a chance at actually winning. I don't think they're getting blown out of the wall. Oh, no, not at all. And look, they're going to have to adapt to the style of play that their team is going to be against because they haven't played them all year. It's which like, they've been doing a good job exactly at. Exactly like Vegas. Game right. one, they lost, but they adapted. Absolutely. So what do you want to see? What do I want to see or what or what do I think is going to happen? Like what's... Oh, yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, what is do you think is going to happen? Cause, a bold one. Like I want bold with a capital B. If you want, okay. Well, like, if, remember our first episodes, our predictions. We were putting out like crazy statistics for our for our bold predictions. Okay, so I'm gonna. You're go giving with, me ice time. I'm gonna go with Eric Gustafson hat trick. <laughs> you said bold with the capital B, did you not? Okay, bold with the capital B when we're cons- when we're talking about Eric Gustafson means ten minutes of ice time. <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> oh my god. No, but um. Okay, maybe bold with a lowercase b. Okay, but- fine. I, okay, fine. So I'll go. I'm going to have a two-goal game from Gallagher, whoever they wow. play. Okay. Two-goal game. Okay, that's that's a good one. It's a very good one. I'm going to go with... I feel like it's due. I'm going to go a goal and an assist from Jeff Petrie. Okay, that's fine. I thought you were going to say Ben Sherratt or something. No. <laughs> like, was it you that said that a lot? Oh, no, it was Liam. He Liam. said Ben Sherratt? He said Ben Sherratt, goal and an assist before game when we won... When we didn't deserve it, game three. Oh, when yeah, game three when Vegas outplayed the Habs, but then yeah. game four the Habs outplayed. It was the Vegas. other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we'll end it on this note. The Montreal Canadiens are in the Stanley Cup Finals, four wins away from the twenty-fifth banner. We'll Let's catch get it you done. next week. Let's get it done.